Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the redesigned podcast for my listeners. You spoke and I listened. And now Bedtime Stories for Adults is renamed inspire and tire many of you said that you loved how I had inspirational stories as well as a story to help you fall asleep but that the two together sometimes worked in opposite directions in that the inspirational thoughts got you energized to reshape your life which made it even harder to fall asleep so for now on I will be reading you stories to tire you And if you would like the inspirational part, please consider supporting the podcast by becoming a premium subscriber. There are two ways to do it. You can either go to my website at inspireandtire.com and then go to the premium podcast link. On there, it will have a price that you could pay for monthly subscribing, and that is only $4.99 a month. Or if you'd like a great savings, you can click on the yearly for $42 a month. That is less than a dollar a week. Or if you only listen to the podcast on Spotify, I have the link in my description because it is too long to be reading off. I do hope that you love the newly designed podcast, the podcast that is for all of us, the one that you, the listeners, ask for. And I hope that it follows the needs that you asked, the one that listens to your needs and follows through. And with that said, I do have a story for you, but first, I have a message from my sponsors. My sponsor is a tea company, but it is not an ordinary tea company, for they are extraordinary in not only their inventory, but in their beliefs in helping this world to be a better place. They are Plum Deluxe, and they can be found at PlumDeluxe.com. This tea company has such an amazing selection of teas, including their sleepy teas, such as their classic Cuddle Time Tea, which is chamomile, vanilla, and peppermint, or the Nightcap, that works wonders with valerian root and peppermint or what about the calm and fruity tranquil peach which is peach and chamomile and then there's a chamomile with tart and crisp lemon notes which is called cozy tranquil dream and that is with rosehip and lemongrass and chamomile and then there is the calm chamomile which is lavender rose, and chamomile. It is the most floral of the bunch. And they also have a huge variety of herbal teas in wonderful flavors with an amazing taste. 
Besides the calming effects of teas, numerous studies, including those at Penn Medicine, have found that teas boost your immune system and help your heart. There are so many benefits to tea. And here's one more. When you buy tea from PlumDeluxe.com, they get the chance once more to show how they care about making this world a better place to live. You see, they're not paying me a dime for this ad. Rather, they're going to be sending teas to the Crime Victims Assistance Center. They provide counseling and assistance and education. Please go to PlumDeluxe.com. You'll be amazed at their selection and the quality of their teas. Heavy Duty Promos at HeavyDutyPromos.com is the premier promotional products company for when you need a promotional product. And you may be asking yourself, why consider promotional products? Well, quite simply, because they work. There is a mountain of evidence to support this claim. And I want you to think about the promotional products you may have yourself. 91% of people have at least one promotional product in their kitchen. 74% of people have at least one promotional product in their work area. 55% of people have at least one promotional product in their bedroom, closet, or storage space. And the evidence on promotional products goes on and on. Because beyond this compelling data showing the staying power of promotional products, there is truly no better way for a company to differentiate themselves to reach their target audience. Consumers are overwhelmed by advertising messages all day long, by commercials when watching the morning news, by seeing billboards and hearing jingles while listening to the radio on their way to work, by ads when reading the paper or their smartphone or their tablet. A consumer simply cannot escape the barrage of images designed to get them to take action in one way or another. However, a promotional product is different. It connects people to a brand in ways all other mediums cannot. A large survey recently concluded that 76% of people recall the specific product, the advertiser, and the message of a promotional product that they had received in the past two years. And while there are plenty of companies in the industry space selling t-shirts and logoed pens, there are very few companies that actually take the time to learn their clients' goals and initiatives. Less of a sales organization and more of a promotional consultancy, Heavy Duty Promos looks to provide the best solutions to fulfill those goals and initiatives, drawing from their background and experience, their relationships with the best manufacturers in the world. Heavy Duty Promos is thrilled at the opportunity to work with you and all of your promotional product objectives. To learn what they can do for you, call their National Marketing Manager, Nicole Crowley, at 607-427-6351. And you can also text her. Either way, you'll find her very informative and very helpful. She's not about pushing for a sale but rather giving you the information that you need so you can make the decisions that you want. 
And you could also reach her by email at ncrowley at heavydutypromos.com. It's late Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for our tired episode. Ten minute read of a story that is sure to help you create the calm that you need and to help you push the week's trials and tribulations out of your head and help you to fall into a peaceful night's rest. This season, my background music to help you relax is music provided by Nature Healing Society. And all of the stories I will read are from Leo Tolstoy, an author I have read from before, and who you may know of as a writer of war and peace. But here are some facts that you may not know about him. Like, did you know that Sophia Bears was not only his wife, but the mother of his 13 children, and she helped him to write War and Peace, writing and rewriting it every time he had a revision, or the fact that he was so popular that he had a cult. The Tolstoyans built and lived in settlements in Russia so they could be closer to the man that they saw as their spiritual head. And these settlements eventually sprung up around the world, with two still being in existence today in England. In fact, so popular was he that Gandhi is said to have named a colony in South Africa after him and used to say proudly that he acknowledged that it was Tolstoy who helped him to reach his own spiritual and philosophical beliefs. But as it always has been in the world, when one becomes too popular or too well followed, there will always be those who want to topple him. And so it is said that he had been excommunicated by the Russian Orthodox Church and was carefully monitored by the Tsarist government's police after he wrote Anna Karina in 1870, a novel about society and progress and carnal desires, fidelity, faith, and a host of other themes that were addressed long before it was considered acceptable to speak of such matters. And now, knowing about the music and knowing about the author, I will read for ten minutes to help you unwind. And this story by Leo Tolstoy is called Much Land. Shepherds would turn their flocks out into his meadows 
and horses would somehow get into the corn at night. Again and again, Pakholm drove them out and overlooked the matter. But at last, he lost his temper and laid a complaint before the district court. He knew that the peasants only did it from lack of land and not maliciously, yet it could not be allowed since they were eating the place up. He must teach them a lesson. And so he taught first one of them a lesson in court and then another. Had one find and then a second. This aroused feelings against him and his neighbors now began a set purpose to steal his crops. One man got into the plantation at night and stripped the bark off no less than ten linden trees. When Pakholm next rode that way and saw what had been done, he turned pale. He drew nearer and perceived the bark had been stripped off and thrown about and trunks uprooted. One tree only had a little bit left after looping all its branches, but the rest he had cleared entirely in his evil progress. Pakholm was furious. Ah, he thought, if only I knew who had done this. I would soon get my own back on him. He wondered and wondered, who could it be? If anyone in particular, it must be Semka. So he went to see Semka, but got nothing out of him, except for bad language. Yet, he felt more certain than ever now that it was Semka who had done it. He laid a complaint against him, and they were both summoned to attend the court. The magistrate sat and sat, and then dismissed the case for want of evidence. This enraged Pakholm still more. He abused both the magistrates and the court. You magistrates, he said, are in league with the thieves. If you were honest men, you never would have acquitted Semka. Yes, there was no doubt that Pakholm was ill-pleased both with the magistrates and with his neighbors. He began to live more and more apart on his land and have less and less to do with the mirror. At this time, there arose a rumor that some of the peasantry thereabouts were thinking of emigrating. This made Pakholm think to himself, but there is no reason why I should leave my land, as some of the others do. It would make all the more room for me. I can buy up their land and so hedge myself in all around. I should live much more comfortably then. At present, I am too cramped. It happened soon afterwards that Pakholm was sitting at home one day when a traveling peasant dropped in. Pakholm gave him a night's lodging and a meal and then questioned him. 
in the course of conversation as to whence in the name of God he had come to this the peasant replied that he had come from lower down the river from a spot beyond the Volga where he had been in service then he went on to relate how a settlement was being formed there and every settler being enrolled in the mayor was allotted 10 acres of land it was such land too he said and grew such rye why the straw of the rye was tall enough to hide a horse and thick enough together to make a sheep that was five handfuls one peasant he went on who had arrived there was a poor man and had nothing but his two hands to work with and now he grew his 50 acres of wheat indeed during the past year that man had made 5,000 rubles by his wheat alone Pakholm's soul was fired by this and he thought to himself why why should I stay here poor and cramped up when I might be making such a fine living as that I will sell out here both land and homestead and go build myself a new home and a farm with the money here in this cramped up spot life is one long worry at any rate I might take a trip there and make inquiries so when the summer came he got himself ready and he set out and he took a steamer down the Volga to Samara and thence tramped 400 first till he came to the place it was all as had been described the peasants lived splendidly with 10 acres of free land to each soul and he was assured of a welcome by the mirror moreover he was told that anyone who came there with money could buy additional land as much as ever he wanted right out and in perpetuity for three rubles an acre man could have the very finest land possible and to any extent all this Pakholm learned and then returned home in the autumn he began straight away to sell out and succeeded in disposing both of land building and stock at a profit and then he took his name off the mirror's books and waited for the spring and departed to the new place with his family they duly arrived at their destination and Pakholm was forthwith enrolled in the mirror of the great settlement after moistening the elders throats of course and executing the necessary documents then they took him and assigned him 50 acres of land 10 for each soul of his family in different parts of the estate in addition to common pasturage Pakholm built himself a homestead and stocked it his allotted land alone being twice what he had formerly possessed in the old place it was corn bearing land too and although life was 10 times better here than he had come to know for he had at his disposal both arable and pasture land 
sufficient to the latter always to keep as many cattle as he cared to have. At first, while building and stocking, he thought, everything splendid. Later, when he had settled down a bit, he began to feel cramped again. He wanted to grow white Turkish wheat, as several others did, but there was hardly any wheat-bearing land among his five allotments. Wheat needed to be grown on grass, new or fallow land, and such land had been sown one year and left fallow for two, in order that the grass might grow again. And this is where we'll stop for tonight. I do hope that that will help to calm your mind and help you to get the sleep that you need. Next Friday, we'll pick up where we left. And until then, good night. <laughs>